Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super smart, wonderful, friendly, <laughs> value-loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you. Who doesn't love a value, right? Right. A good value, yes. No, we're going to talk a little Hi. bit about value today. Yeah. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode back on Sunday again, Sunday, November 15th, 2020. I hope everybody survived Friday the 13th. Okay, we got through that. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... Please sign up for our newsletter. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. It's just a way to kind of stay more in the Hyperion Adventures world, have details about what we have coming up, what we're doing uh, currently, you know, what we've done in the past. We put out the Disney Dishes blog mm-hmm. recipe of the week, and I've got a cool one for you this week coming out that I, if you follow us on social media, you probably already saw it, but uh, we'll also have there on the newsletter for you. Right. And uh, we don't do anything with your email other than send you that uh, newsletter. And by the way, speaking of Disney dishes, I was looking at some of the offerings for the holidays over at Epcot. And I I have one that I want you to you make. You want me to make one? I, I can't yes. wait to hear which one that one is. So we'll <laughs> see. And we'll see if it ends up being a future uh, Disney dish on the Disney dishes blog. So uh, I did mention that you can follow us on social media. Please do. We like to have a lot of fun mm-hmm. out there with a lot of other uh, Disney content creators and just good Disney friends out there on social media. And if you want to find us there, we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Hopefully you're checking out some of these episodes on YouTube because we add a lot of pictures and a lot of extra stuff for you when you check these out. And you have the advantage of getting to watch my hair continue to grow. (laughs) Uh, It hasn't been cut since late June now. So it's it's growing every week. And I don't know when I'm going to get it cut because we just had some other things go down here in California that I don't know (laughs) when I'll have the ability but it's kind of a fun game to see if you can judge how much longer it's gotten since uh, the last episode. <laughs> Do a comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I like it. It looks like you're going for the a solid Obi-Wan look. Yeah. This Obi-Wan from Attack of the Clones, the full <laughs> mullet Obi-Wan, uh, for sure. Um, anyway, uh, please check us out on our YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Um, when we come up, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And you can also always email us uh, if you want to contact us for any reason at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We love hearing from you. We love the interaction, especially coming from the newsletter. Thank you to, to people who have written in this week. That's been exciting. And uh, we always love hearing from you. If you have any questions about any of our information that we give in the episodes or anything that you'd like us to expand on more, please feel free to let us know. Right. Speaking of that, we did get a couple of responses that were a little late from last week's uh, Disney Plus at one year episode. A couple people. um, Nate and Serena's from the DVC duo sent us in something that actually if we had normally recorded like we 
like we usually do on Sundays, it would have made Been the episode, time, yeah. but it got, they're just slightly <laughs> late since we recorded a day earlier than we normally do. Uh, but they did have uh, some input on some of the stuff that mm-hmm. they are have enjoyed from uh, year one of Disney Plus and what they're looking forward to in year two as well. And so here's what they wrote into us. They said, uh, what an amazing first year of Disney Plus. There were so many great shows and classics that have us coming back for more. Here's our attempt at a top but in true Hyperion podcast tradition, <laughs> uh, we may slip uh, into an A or B here and there. So I understand that. Uh, number five for them was Once Upon a Snowman. They say it's oh, so yeah, adorable. It plus hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, number four was Onward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Three yes. uh, A was Disney Gallery, Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. They say, we love anything that goes behind the scenes of making movies and TV shows. 3B was Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Right. Also a great show. Uh, two was, hashtag real men love Frozen. Frozen 2. <laughs> and finally, 1A was the Imagineering Story. They say, we find some new something new every time we watch it. Mm-hmm. 1B is The Mandalorian, enough said. Right. And 1C was Hamilton. <laughs> they say all it took was one viewing to get us addicted to it. Right? So, yeah. yeah. So when they also gone, went on to say what they're looking forward to in the future. We're excited for the following shows and movies. Soul. Mm-hmm. We're both excited about that. WandaVision. Right. Very excited oh about gosh. that. Yep. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, another uh, Marvel yes. show that's coming next year. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 2, which we're right in the midst of mm-hmm. and boy chapter wow. 11 no spoilers here but wow what an episode that was really cool yeah i think second season has really come out so strong and mm-hmm. like wow right off the bat just, right off uh, the bat what know. do you think <laughs> as the as the child chimes in <laughs> yes uh finally they say they're also uh, looking forward to christmas movies especially prep and landing oh so, yeah yeah so uh thank you nate and serena the dvc duo please check them out check out their blog uh, dvcduo.com and sign up for their newsletter because they have a cool newsletter too definitely it's a fun newsletter and very informative mm-hmm. too they, all, they usually have a cocktail that they're making every I week know. that i'm like Ooh, well, those look really good i want to make them oh sorry uh, the child is just doing the magic hand thing there so hello everybody <laughs> uh we also have one more input uh from instagram uh from the cretans guild podcast you can find them at cretans guild uh they said uh you know as far as things that they enjoyed very much from year one of right. disney plus the right stuff on nat geo mm-hmm. classic shorts like goofy does series yes. are always great Those uh-huh uh, he said, uh, gave me a chance to see Hamilton and right. uh, the best show on TV right now, The Mandalorian. Agreed yes. so much. So thanks, guys, for uh, chiming in with all that stuff and looking back. And again, we still, if you want to chime in more about Disney Plus, we'll you know, share it on a future show as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this week was an interesting week because um, Disney had one of their their important calls and information release. And Disney Plus was one of the topics because it is one year from mm-hmm. when they, they first started. And um, they had an outstanding quarter. Uh, they're up to 73 million subscribers, which is phenomenal, right. especially within one, one, one year. year yeah. And, um, you know, in fact, they some of the um, analysts have said that, you know, like looking at Netflix, it took them years to get to that. Now, Netflix, I think, is at 195 million. But if you take Disney Plus, Hulu and ESPN, they're at 100 million subscribers. Mm -hmm. So um, Disney's 
that was a very positive uh, uh, report for Disney. They also reported that they had less losses than predicted uh, for the quarter. So that's always a good thing as well to see the company, you know, even though it is losing a lot of money, it's, you know, they did have a, a little bit of better projection with the parks than what they expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it last week when we were talking all about Disney Plus. Like, thank goodness Disney right. Plus came out this year for us in general, just because we have been at home so much more often, right. you know, and, and streaming so much more stuff. And yeah, of course, we would have watched stuff on Netflix or Hulu or, uh, you know, we also have Prime Video or right. whatever. You know, we would have watched all, a lot of that stuff. But we're Disney fans. And so, of course, we love Disney Plus. And yes, all also, thank goodness for Disney, the Disney company, that right. they had, you know, kicked it off by this time. Right. If they had had it like two years in the future or whatever, I don't know what would have happened. They would have been, I mean, there would have been even more extreme losses sure. by the company. So exactly. uh, thank goodness this all in a weird way, you know, in an unfortunate way worked out in that regard. Right. Yeah. Another interesting thing that the company, I, I, to me personally, thought favorable, and even though we're shareholders, we're not going to get the money, they are holding back paying off dividends in the first part of the year to use some of that money to really uh, do their uh, work that they're going to direct release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I think they're, they really have the pulse of what people want and it's exciting. Right. It is. And so um, hopefully, and then hopefully we can get through these crazy times mm-hmm. we're in now. Uh, the parks will be again to finally reopen. I mean, some have, and then some closed down again. Disneyland will hopefully reopen sometime in the somewhat century. near future. Somewhat I'm in the century. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, but in the meantime, we'll just, uh, you know, try and make the best of it. And, you know, Disney will make the best of it as well. And hopefully the theaters too, because that's another huge thing. Right. That they're not getting these movies into theaters. Right. That is a big, that's a big dent in the money they normally make. So yes. hopefully uh, we can get back to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also this week, we had a new category for you for the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame that I sent out originally on the newsletter and then put it out there on uh, Twitter and uh, other social media channels as well. Um, in this week's, it, it will continue to tabulate nominations for another week uh the the category which is another classic category it's the last one that we're going to be doing before we get to our final ballot it is best live action character so we'd love to hear your five-ish favorite (laughs) uh live action characters they can be from anything under the disney umbrella that includes star wars marvel indiana jones whatever it is last year in our inaugural class indiana jones Mary Poppins and Captain Jack Sparrow made it into the Hall of Fame. So you don't need to worry about nominating them. They are already in there. We're just trying to see who will join them in year two of the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Very cool. So please let us know your thoughts. Yes. Yes. And finally, we added some other cool things. We, you know, we love reviews around here. Most podcasts do. It's, mm-hmm. it, it really is helpful for us to learn and know how we're doing and how the show can be that much better. But it also helps in other ways where people can find shows when they're looking for, um, you know, things with similar interests. You know, if you're searching for a Disney podcast, the more you get ratings, the more you get reviews. There's an algorithm, something that I don't understand, <laughs> but there's something out there that helps people find those shows. And we did just happen to get another five-star nice. review this week. How exciting. Yeah. So uh, the title of it was Excellent with three exclamation points, which I love the exclamation points. Thank you. Uh, It went on to say, Tom and Michelle are such a cute couple and can definitely be defined as Disney couple goals. 
They put in lots of effort to produce a quality show from their expansive knowledge of the Disney parks, movies, cruise line, and musicals. They leave no stone unturned. This show is a is truly a joy to listen to and is sure to get you hooked after the first listen, 10 of 10. And that was by Jungle Boy 499. Wow. Uh, thank you, Jungle thank Boy 499, you. whoever That's you awesome. are. Awesome. That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, appreciate it. Please hit us up and let us know who you are. We'd love yeah. to, you know, thank you in person. Well, not in person, but thank you. Maybe in person sometime. Right. <laughs> but definitely thank you through an email or whatever. Um, we'd love to know who you are. But thank you very much yeah. for the review. And We're so are touched. Always appreciated. So. Yes. As for this week's episode, we have lots of stuff for you this week, including we have a ton of details about Disney's next sing-along special. Yeah. We'll pass along a lot of that to you. And we now know when we'll be diving back into the Marvel Universe on Disney+. Plus. But let's get to our main topic of the week. So, yep, this week's topic we're diving into. We, you know, we've looked at you know some of the lounges, some of the bars. We've looked at the moderate resorts. This week we're going to we have we've, we've looked in Disney luxury in general, yeah, right. not just the resorts or everything. But mm-hmm. um, this week we're going to delve into some of the more you know quote unquote bare bones type of resorts mm-hmm. that uh, reside within within the Walt Disney World property. And I think I miss. I mistitled them last week. I called them like the budget resorts last week or whatever, which is truly kind of what they are. Uh, but Disney calls them the Disney's value resort. So right. we're going to explore those a little bit. And of course, we're going to focus on Michelle's <laughs> usual awesome research and experience as staying at these resorts to kind of share some details about them if you've never stayed there and uh, maybe some ways that you can get more out of them. So yes, it's our how to get the most out of Disney's Value Resorts episode. Well, thank you. And hopefully, yeah, people will find uh, information helpful and ha- help make decisions. If if you've never, let me just start off with if you've never stayed in one of the Value Resorts, and I'll I'll call them out in a second, um, I, I don't want people to be afraid to because mm-hmm. we've done it. I, I've done it probably a little bit more often and, you know, have a great experience. So, um, you know, it's not something to be shy of. And when you compare them to even some of the, the resorts in the Orlando area, um, you know, they, they do hold up in, in what they offer you in addition. So, right. I mean, can you find some more comparable or even more roomy resorts outside of the Disney bubble itself, you know, sure, probably can. You can probably find a little bit better value. But if you want all the stuff that comes along with an actual Walt Disney right. World Resort stay, these for bang for the buck um, could be your best options. The first time I ever went to Walt Disney World, uh, meeting up with Michelle, she invited me out. We went to the Walt Disney World Resort. She was still living in Florida at the time. Um, we stayed at All Star Sports, you know, right. so I do have a fond memory of it. Not that long ago, we stayed at All Star Movies just after the refurbishment. Right, right. Um, so the, the, I, I do have a soft spot in my heart for the value resorts. Right. You know, I do think they're pretty cool. So let's get to Michelle's awesome research about it because I'm sure she has some great <laughs> well, stuff that we're going to go through. About these value resorts. <laughs> well, let's start by just identifying which ones Disney does classify as their value resorts. Uh, to start off with, we have Pop Century Resort, Art of Animation, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then the all-stars. So you have all-star movies, all-star sports, and all-star music. Uh, I included in this category the campsites as well mm. because it is a value. Uh, it's funny because Disney doesn't classify that in their listing Except in one of their areas with FAQs, I did notice that they were listed. So, but I, I felt like considering the topic we're, that we're presenting today is, you know, maybe uh, really helping to save some money through the type of resort that you're staying at. Why not include them as well? Sure. So, uh, now Pop Century and Art of Animation are open. Art of Animation just opened this month. Mm-hmm. Um, All Star Movies is opening in February okay. of 2021. They are taking reservations already for that. Um, and we don't have dates right now for All Star Sports or Music. Right. Because, you know, the, obviously we don't know when you're listening to this episode, but, right. you know, the current conditions as they are, um, things are, some resorts are slow to reopen, but they're gradually getting back up to speed out there. Exactly. And the campsites are open as well. Very so, good. Um, you know, so going back to what we were first saying, some of the benefits, uh, obviously over some of the other resorts, a uh, value re- resort will allow you to save some money, you know, um, and different times of year and with different offers. And there are offers out there already for 2021. Um, you can save, you know, a fair amount of money compared to some of the other resorts. Mm -hmm. Uh, generally speaking, these are the most kid friendly in terms of their decor and color schemes, et cetera. They're, they're really fun. They're, they, they, you can argue that they're the most fun resorts right. that you're going to run into out there. I mean, because obviously the deluxe resorts, you know, can feel rather stuffy. I mean, look at the Grand Floridian. Right, and tell right. me you don't walk in there and, you know, don't feel a little hoity-toity yeah. in there. <laughs> but even some of the moderate resorts can feel a little bit that way. But these are wide open. There's right. kids running around. There's grounds and everything. I'm sure you'll go over a lot of this, but it's right. definitely... Um, I, I would consider them the, the most fun resorts. Right, exactly. And the food, um, it's food court, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and again, kind of going to that being kid-friendly versus maybe a table service restaurant or something like that. So, um, and again, their prices, if you look at them, they're, you're going to see prices outside, as you said, the bubble, uh, that, that may be better priced or larger facilities for what you're paying. But here are the perks because they have the same perks of anybody staying at the luxury right. resort. So you get the free airport transportation to mm-hmm. and from. Um, and that can really add up to a lot of money if you were going to be staying off property of either car rental or shuttle services, et cetera. Plus you know, parking. Right. Um, you know, on top of that right. as well. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you obviously get the complimentary transportation to and from the park. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, that's a service that you could get outside as well, maybe, but uh, you might have less frequent rounds mm-hmm. uh, and you may have to pay for it. Right. So, um, Disney themed pools. Yes. I mean, those are awesome. And, and, and again, in these resorts and these value resorts, there's a lot more. Um, of the iconic things all around to really help you feel immersed when you're at the pool. Yeah. If you want, uh, you know, your iconic Disney scenes and characters and everything and, you know, small and large size throughout there, you know, if you're, you're, if you want your kids to run up and, and see Donald or, you know, see the, the cars from, you know, cars, the movie Mm -hmm. or, uh, see the Dalmatians or whatever, you know, it's all there for you. Exactly. 
Um, the other thing that they have is movie under the stars, you know, and who doesn't love that? And, you know, what other resorts outside can you can you really appreciate that? Uh, they have really great scenic jogging trails at these resorts as well. So that's really a, a nice perk. You like um, to do a little exercise right. while you're on your vacation, yeah. And if Disney does decide to do the fast pass program like they did before mm-hmm. COVID, um, you would have that opportunity to book your fast passes earlier staying mm-hmm. at an on-property resort. And lastly, as you've already mentioned, um, staying on property, you get to stay in that Disney bubble. Mm-hmm. So you really, you're not seeing, you know, out, outside traffic or stores or anything like that. Really, you're just in the moment with Disney on vacation. Yeah, it's kind of a weighing what's important to you, you know, and, and maybe without there being fast passes right now, um, obviously you're not getting that perk at this moment, but right. in the future, it's, assuming it does come back, uh, eventually that's will be very helpful to you to be able to secure those things right. at 60 days out. And, exactly, right. exactly. So um, for this episode, really focused on information of what is the current status of things. Now, each of these resorts in the past have had availability of other uh, recreational uh, things and amenities. So, but just in case somebody is looking to plan in the near future, what we're providing you today is what is available today. So, so I, I don't want people to think this is all these resorts offer. It's just right now. That's what it is. Right. It's the, a little different time right now. Right. Yeah. The things that they don't have are what you wouldn't have available at even the, the moderate right. or the luxury resorts. Yeah. So. Let's, let's say everything is every throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. Everything is somewhat limited. You know, there's nothing that is up to what you would have, you know, seen back in February of this right. year. Or hopefully we'll see in the next several months of uh, the coming year, exactly. 2021. So. So let's start with Pop Century. Um, This has really large displays of iconic items um, and themes from the the decades of the 50s through the 90s. So it's again, it's a really fun, vivid look at some of the things that were uh, were iconic then. So there's like a a giant Mickey phone, you know, some Mickey holding. And and I've had that phone <laughs> as a kid. Um, <laughs> there's a giant Roger Rabbit. Um, there's a themed area boogie dancing. Yeah. You know, um, Rubik's cube and foosball games. Yeah, the, the giant foosball game is cool. Right, right, right. And that's not all of them. That's just you that's know just a, a, handful, a taste. Yeah. But I mean, the theming is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, well in all of these, but that one you know is really really super cool. So um, now. In terms of locations, because again, these these resorts are generally pretty widespread. Um, but if you do get a chance, uh, like, like one of the things you can always do when you're making reservations is you can put in a request for uh, an area of the resort. Now, you're not guaranteed it. They cannot guarantee no. you that. But generally speaking, they do their best to try to give you that. And just in this particular resort, the 60s area... Um, might be what you're looking for because it is the closest 
one to the front entry where the food core and mm -hmm. the shops are, but it's also the closest to the area where the Skyliner boards. Mm -hmm. So, which uh, is by, by the way, a benefit of uh, either both Pop Century and Art of Animation is that right. they, not only do they have the bus right. service, they also have the Skyliner service right, to get you to Epcot and the Hollywood Studios. Right. Which for a value resort is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's one of the things with the value resorts that you see generally speaking, see less transportation options. You right. Know? So that that is pretty cool. But those two also tend to be a little bit more expensive. Like the all-star resorts, you'll find a little bit less. Right. These are kind of uh, value resort plus, I think that's right. what they call yeah. them, because <laughs> you get that extra, it, the, those uh, extra benefits of transportation. So right. they may cost a little bit more than if you're to try and stay at, say, all-star sports. Or right, whatever, exactly. You know? So um, now if you're staying there and you have your own car and you want to have the freedom to, to come and go when you want, then obviously having that, area might not you know going by that area might not be as as important to you you might want to have something that's a little further away a little more scenic maybe a little more quiet because again this would probably be one of the areas that would have more foot traffic that you might hear plus they have their main pool in that areas as well mm -hmm. so um, speaking of pool, if you are relaxing at that hippy-dippy pool, is what they call it, um, you might want to get your flower power on and have some libations at Petals Pool Bar. So nice. all these resorts do have a little pool bar, which is nice um, to, to be able to have that available to you as well mm -hmm. so i mean it's a full resort stay you know may not cost as much as staying at the moderates or definitely not as much as the deluxe but doesn't mean you're not staying getting you know the benefit of a right. full resort stay yeah. right so um you know they that with the renovations that they also went through we and we experienced it like you mentioned in the all-star uh resorts is having one of the beds be a murphy bed and having the table set up. And so then when you want it as a bed, you no longer have the table, but you have that. And then when it's up, you have a lot more space in the room. Yeah, we experienced that at All Star Movies. And that was a really nice use of space there to be able to have that place where you can sit and have a little snack or have a meal, have breakfast, whatever. Right. But, you know, and then when it's time for the little ones to go to bed or whatever, mm -hmm. you can pull down that extra exactly. bed for them. Yeah. I mean, the other nice thing, too, that Disney did with these renovations is uh, the Value Resorts, for the most part, had uh, double beds. And they've replaced those with queen. So uh, a lot more comfort mm -hmm. to have that bed option as mm -hmm. well. Now, these rooms aren't large. They are some of the smallest rooms you're going to find at the, yes. uh, at the Disney Resort. So just keep that in mind if you're looking to book these things. Know that going in. If you're a family of five and you're trying to squeeze in one of these, uh, you know, yeah. keep that in mind that they, they will be a little bit smaller. Although they do have some uh, some other options that are a little bit larger right. for you, but at, a, of course, a higher fee. Right, right. So, yeah, generally speaking, these are good for a family of four. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be able to. If you to, have a really little one, yeah. maybe five, <laughs> right, but really right. four is probably yeah. where you want to max out at. Right. Even then, you probably want the your little ones to be a relatively little <laughs> with a family of well, four. Well, like if you have, um, you know, like a, a toddler or, or newborn that you're going to have in, you know, maybe, you know, like a, a, a playpen type style, mm -hmm. seat, you know, to sleep in. Maybe you could do that. Yeah. So, as a very fifth. True. So, yeah, very true. So uh, Pop Century is on uh, Hourglass Lake mm -hmm. and right across Hourglass Lake is Art of Animation. Mm -hmm. And that 
is also considered a value resort. But as you mentioned, maybe consider it a value plus. I mean, I think some of the things that you could describe as that you would expect in a value resort is just in terms of the entryway. So it has, you know, um, where you're you're coming in from a uh, like a hallway to mm-hmm. go in. You're not entering into the building and then taking an elevator somewhere or something. So it's it's kind of that motel look to right. it in regards. Yeah. But art of animation, as the name implies, does really pay homage to the movies, the animated movies, some of the real classics of Disney. And again, the theming is so amazing. And in this particular resort, especially in the rooms, I mean, the rooms are by far the most vivid Disney bold (laughs) rooms that you will see on property anywhere because I mean even the furniture really is styled with the theme of that that animated classic so um but a fun fact is this is where (laughs) this is where you will find the largest resort pool in all of Walt Disney Mm. World so um and and that really says a lot because they have some really amazingly large pools Yeah. yeah um so Pixar Finding Nemo is what provided the inspiration for the big blue pool. Love it. (laughs) Right. Um, Now, one thing to know, if you are planning a trip for early 2021, that pool is going to be going through uh, renovate refurbishment from January 11th through April sometime in 2021. So although that pool wouldn't be available, their other pools will be open. Right. But not, not the only pool they have. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and as you've already mentioned, it does provide the Skyliner as transportation to Epcot and um, Disney Hollywood Studios as well. So that's there. Um, now, this resort compared to the other value resorts um, has some larger rooms um, and they're called suites. And so in fact, most, I would say most of the rooms are considered suites. You do have what's called a standard room and those are the little mermaid rooms, Mm -hmm. you know, and those are darling. I mean, they have um, the, the chairs that go with the, you know, the table where you can eat. Um, they look like scallop shells. Nice. I mean, it's, and, you know, and then bed posts uh, and everything has imagery of, um, of little mermaid. I mean, like I said, I, you, you need to go online and look at some of these pictures and hopefully you'll get to include uh, there'll some. There'll be some in the YouTube video. For right. Sure. Uh, I mean, they are, I, the word vivid just doesn't, I don't think capture right. it, but it, it just really is, Again, it's a very much, hey, we want you to know you're in a Little Mermaid room. Right. There's no question about it. <laughs> you Which know, very enticing to me. It's not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so the other rooms that they have that are su- called family suites, they have uh, Cars, Lion King, Finding Nemo. Um, now, each of these suites have the same kind of layout and what they, they include. So... All of their uh, value resorts do have a mini fridge. In the suites, they also have a microwave coffee maker and what they call a kitchenette. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever been to the Vacation Club Studios, it's sort of like similar, similar yeah. to that. Uh, you don't get the toaster, though. Um, so I, 
I, I, to me, the best way I can describe it is like a wet bar. Right. You know, so you have a little sink there where you have, you know, the counter space and the... A little benefit of the microwave so you can do a little bit of some sort of heating and right. cooking if need be. Yeah. Right. The other thing about these suites, though, is they do have two separate bathrooms, which is really convenient uh, for families. And um, it has a separate bedroom that they consider the master bedroom um and then a separate sitting area and again um the theming in this like the cars separate seating area the couch uh that that they have looks like the back seat of a classic car nice. you know it looks like like it's upholstered and everything it's adorable um you know they really did up the game in theming these rooms you know we you see the theming in other resorts mainly with artwork color schemes mm -hmm. but this actually has real like props to it you mm -hmm. know uh in the cars one those lamps are cones like cozy cones yeah, <laughs> i it. mean and that's just not the only thing that they have and i mean they they really put a lot of detail in in how they themed these rooms um now these this resort also is dog friendly mm -hmm. so if you are traveling with your dog uh you have that ability to uh, uh reserve the room to have your up to two dogs okay. is what they allow. Um, so, so that's kind of a nice perk as well that they, they include. So now the one thing to keep in mind, as you've already said, value plus the suites are not necessarily cheap. So they're not going to, the price range there is not going to be comparable. And frankly, I don't really find it comparable to the moderate resorts, but you do get a lot more room. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you have that additional space. You might want to use it to have the conveniences of maybe having your breakfast there mm -hmm. um, and just having more comfort. Right now with the parks closing earlier, that could be a real plus, you right. know, that you could have that area to be able to really, you know, spread out and relax in the early evening, you know, have bring, get some snacks to bring to the room or, you know, some other food and, you know, libations they actually have you know like um they sell uh well for breakfast supplies they do s sell some things like you can get a half gallon of milk or mm -hmm. soy milk you can buy cereal there but you might if you're traveling locally you might want to just bring some of your own cereal mm -hmm. um uh but you also at the stores they they do sell beer and wines they sell like six packs or you know the larger bottles of beer uh, beer and and wine and they're really decent prices are uh, they're not discount prices but they're not what you would normally pay they're not it, right resort prices right they're not resort prices for those wines so um in beer so it's something that you could have again uh ways to save some money and have some comfort and be there at disney yeah like you said especially right now when the park's not open as much you're probably going to be spending more time in your room than you would normally on a vacation right and one of these things about the value resorts is if you if you're the type of family that likes to go from rope drop to fireworks, you know, uh, maybe your room isn't as important mm -hmm. to you. So you can kind of you know, maybe cut back. And it was something I was going to talk about a little bit in my tip, but I'll go ahead and get to it a little bit here is that because of that fact, you may want to look, I don't need to spend a lot on this great big room, right. on this great, you know, fancy resort. I can go more bare bones because we're just basically going in there to sleep. Right. And that's pretty much it. And get ready in the morning, you know, and that's it. 
But what, like you mentioned, with the parks being not open quite as long as they normally are, you are inevitably probably spending more time in your room. Maybe you spend a little right. more on a, either a nicer resort, a nicer room, or one of these, you know, suites, which right. you're getting a suite. Yes, are, are they the same price as, you know, a moderate resort regular room or a little bit more than that? Probably so, right. but not nearly as much as trying to get a suite at one of these right. other resorts right. around, but you do get that extra space. So. Right. And it's it's not as expensive as getting two rooms. And these suites do sleep up to six adults. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's all about weighing what is mm-hmm. most important to you. And again, I'm going to get a little bit more into that in uh, my tip later on in the show. Right. So. Um, okay, so then let's move on to the other one that is open, which is the All-Star Movies. And as you mentioned, it wasn't that long ago that we got to stay there. We were very uh, fortunate w- when we asked for a room that had gone through uh, refurbishment. They willingly did that for us instantly. I, again, the cast members at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. are, our Disney company, are great. Yeah, I mean, we actually um, I put in a request. We didn't end up getting the rooms that we wanted at first, you know, even though we put out the request. So we just went up to the desk and asked and see if they could, is there anything they could do? No guarantees on that. Right. Um, but the guy who helped us out, worked, gave us a, mm-hmm. this excellent room, exactly what we wanted because we really wanted to check out the new refurbished rooms there. Right. And uh, we were really happy and, you know, and we, you know, Thank you again. Cast members are right. awesome. We love right. all the Disney cast members so much. Right. And always remember to tweet out a hashtag cast, cast compliments. compliments. Yeah. So um, now like the art of animation, the exterior just uh, in pop century, the exterior displays are really big, really bold and colorful. Um, this resort gives nod to uh, movies like Fantasia, Love Bug, 101 Dalmatians, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Toy Story. I mean, it's so eclectic. Right. You know, but again, really fun. Um, the courtyard areas of the each of these themed areas are adorable. Great place for picture taking, mm-hmm. you know, and especially I think if all you have these kids. places actually are really That's great true. for picture taking. Yeah. That is true. Um, so these rooms are really bare bone basic, um, you know, but they do have conveniences, uh, like we've mentioned since the refurbishment and, um, you know, it does provide, you know, again, having that Murphy bed provides so much more space, um, you know, in that room when you're not sleeping. It's just really, even just when we went Mm -hmm. as adults, I felt like, oh, thank God we have extra space to walk around and yeah it makes it feel like a different room when it's not just you know you're not just walking in and then there's two beds and a chair and a little table or something you know that's it that's all you got you know it makes you feel like you have this full room just one bed the second bed's there but it's you you don't see it until you actually need it right exactly so um you know and the other all-star resorts uh very much are the same kind of a layout just different theming uh, related to it. Now, the transportation for this resort is bus. Mm-hmm. So you take a bus to whichever park uh, you, you're intending to visit that yeah. day. Um, it is not in close proximity to the Skyliner. Right. And the dif- the difference also with the buses here as opposed to at Pop Century or at Art of Animation is those mm-hmm. all have their own buses. They just go to Pop. They just go right. to Art of Animation. Here, the, all the all-star buses 
um, resorts share the same bus. So, you know, a bus will hit all-star sports, it'll hit all-star music, and it'll hit all-star movies right. in, and then come back. So it's just right. something to keep in mind there. Right. I mean, and right now, it's this is the only one open. So that's, right. that's right a silver fine. lining that's for true. this. That's true. That's a good point. Right now, that, until February at least, and that's the only one you have to work with. No, right? that's the only one that No, even in February. Right, because this, yeah, right. It's opening in February. So. Thank goodness Michelle's here for that research because <laughs> I would steer you completely wrong. So that's good. Yeah. So it's basically, it's like the other ones, at least for right now. But if, you know, in the future when they get going again and they're all three are open, just know that they, they all share a bus. So right, if you're coming right. from Magic Kingdom, for example, or going to Magic Kingdom, it will make stops at all those resorts along the way. Right. Exactly. So what was your impression of staying there? Because it wasn't really that long ago. I, I loved it. I, you know, I mean, I would I would stay there again. I, we, mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it at the time. I mean, we're Disney Vacation Club members, so we don't stay a lot of different places where we're paying out of pocket. Right. You know, we're paying out of pocket for Disney Vacation Club. <laughs> Believe me, a lot out of, I'm, I'm out of, a lot out of bank. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if for whatever reason we didn't want to use points and we were just looking like, that was just like a one-night stay or mm-hmm. whatever. So we'd like, look, what can we do? Um, I would totally do it again for a night or two nights or right. whatever if there's you know wasn't a great resort uh, for us to use our points or we were wanting to save our points for right. whatever reason, um, I would be happy to stay there. I thought it was uh, it was uh, well laid out. The rooms were comfortable. Mm-hmm. I liked the, what they did with them with the refurbishment. Um, I think the food court is really is really cool right. thing because if you, the food courts, are you going to get into the food courts at all? Um, just very briefly. So go ahead. Okay. The food courts here are like, th- think of like if you're going to a mall. Uh, right. food court in that you know there they you you have different options to go to there may be like four different right. uh, possible styles of food maybe one's burgers one's italian food mm-hmm. whatever and then they also have a grab and go area where you can just kind of grab quick sandwiches right. or salads or you know drinks or whatever uh but it's really helpful and functional for you know a, a family that needs to Get maybe you maybe all eat different types of right, food, you right. know. Um, maybe you're you know looking for something late night snack. We hit up a late night snack right. there the night we came back after uh, spending some time with our great friends. Uh, right. You know, we like had a couple drinks, went out <laughs> and hang out with them with Rob and Kim LaBerry from the right. Jack Temple Archives podcast. We came back, we're like, you know, we're still hungry, so we headed down <laughs> to the food court and got a little snack to bring us with. Also, they have a pizza delivery to the room that comes right. from the food court, right? Which currently is not available, right? But- Again, this is not everything is normal right right now. So be sure to check with your resorts for if if the food court is even open as well, you know, so um, be sure and check on those things. But I I found it very functional and easy to use um, when you needed an easy meal. Yeah, you got to walk a little bit to get to it, but it was very easy. Right. And and again, you could, if you're interested in, um, you know, saving walking steps from time to time or whatever, or you have somebody who, um, you know, might have challenges with, you know, walking great distances or whatever, then, you know, let the resort know if you have some of those issues and challenges and, you know, they will do their best to, to help accommodate as, as best they mm-hmm. can. Um, all of the rooms at these resorts, interestingly too, have, um, all the handicap features as well if you're if you're in need of that so they do have you know wheelchair accessible uh, rooms they have hearing accessible rooms that uses um, flashing alarms kind of things and they have some that 
are for both wheelchair and hearing uh, uh, accommodations for those. Yeah. So if you have any of those needs as well, make sure you um, handle that when you're booking. The, yeah, the always talk to your cast members that, that uh, mm-hmm. check you in and uh, let them know any needs you might have. And they, they will do their best to try and make sure that you are, uh, you know, accommodated as right. best as possible. Right. And going back to your d- discussion about the food court, again, um, I'm repeating a little bit about how it, this is child friendly, but just how how very colorful, mm-hmm. how very bright everything is. And themed. It makes kids... the resort. Right. It makes kids feel comfortable to be there. It mm-hmm. doesn't seem stuffy. It doesn't seem... You know, it really, uh, to me, attracts with what the kids are... In, what kids would be comfortable with. So. Yeah, and they do have, like, uh, Disney cartoons playing on, right. or like, a television in there and everything. Like, you'll find in many of the resorts, but also uh, within this food court right. as well. Yeah. exactly. So... Um, and so the last one that we wanted to bring up today is the campsites at the Fort Wilderness campgrounds. And so those can accommodate, uh, you can have sites that are either for tents or for RVs mm-hmm. and campers. So um, they do have differences in, it's in terms of how long they are. Uh, so, and, but they all provide a lot of the same services. Um, their preferred sites are relate to their proximity, close proximity to more um, convenient locations like some of the, uh, the, like the marina or the shops and things like that. Transportation. But, right, right. Yeah. So if you're interested in camping, whether you're going through t- tent or um, a camper, then you just look to see what type of, of setting in terms of size mm-hmm. that you're interested in. Um, I've been fortunate to do both tent camping as well as camper tent uh, camping there. And it is amazing. It is amazing there. First of all, um, again, you're still in the bubble, but you they do have a lot of lush greenery oh, yeah. around between each campsite. I mean, it's, it's not like full, full, full on, but it's enough to you know, that you feel like you have some sense of a little bit of privacy there. Um, and, and not to mention that it's just beautiful nature, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, you know, of campgrounds, this is like numero uno for me, at least. Um, because you camp a lot. <laughs> yeah, actually, I haven't, but. Um, <laughs> not in a while, right. Me neither. Um, but each campsite does have water, um, cable, and electric hookups, a picnic table, and a charcoal grill. Uh, the cast will clean grills uh, for you. Uh, most campsites also include a sewer hookup. So that's a nice convenience to have mm-hmm. as well. Um, for your RV or camper. Right. Now. Right. And um, as one might expect, this is another uh, area, another resort that is uh, pet friendly mm-hmm. so that, that you would be able to have some pets with you as well. Um, so, it's it's really cool to have that. Um, by the way, during the holiday time, uh, there's nothing like being in the Fort Wilderness campground areas during oh holiday gosh, time because all yes. the, there's tons of people who go there and the, this is like their holiday thing. They, right. they come every year and they build up their Christmas decorations that much more. And so it, it's it, it's just 
you know, think about like going out and driving and looking at Christmas lights through neighborhoods right. or whatever. Well, this is what it's like out there at these yes. campgrounds. Everybody has all these inflatable decorations and lights and all sorts of things. And it's just, they do amazing things. Oh, yeah. So. It, it, is, it is such a community feel. Mm-hmm. And even that's including people who are tent camping there as mm-hmm. well. They really, and if they uh, have, either they bring or they rent um, the golf carts, they decorate those as well. So. And they even uh, outside of holiday season, sometimes you'll get where periods where there are groups there or groups that get together while mm-hmm. they're there. And they'll do, if, if they all have um, RVs, some that they have a, their own RV, or not RVs, excuse me, um, golf carts. Right. If they don't, if they have their own golf carts, they'll bring them in or they'll rent them. And they'll all get together and do like little parades. Right. Like yes. we've seen a parade of like, I think it was Disney princesses right. or whatever, yes. you know, where they <laughs> they themed their golf carts to a you know particular Disney princess. And right. someone would be Disney bounding or dressed up uh, cosplaying as a Disney princess. And then they would parade in these golf courts right. around the uh, golf carts around the grounds and it's just fun you yeah know? And yeah just you know it's a fun thing to you know i would i wouldn't mind taking part in it but even if you're not taking part of it just to experience it as they go by it's just a good time it is good they especially have um these more available seasonally um scott and i were there once uh we were at the cabins and they had a parade for Halloween, uh-huh. which was really fun. Um, they brought music and everything. It was really adorable. And then uh, like 4th of July holidays. Right. Big totally too. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so at the, at your camp site, this is one of the areas that you do have complimentary parking for one motor vehicle. So, um, you know, most of the, all the other resorts do charge for camp for uh, parking excuse me um, this one does provide that for you and it's right there at your campground mm-hmm. that, at your campsite so um, they also especially if you're um, if you're tent camping they have multiple what they call comfort stations so those have like restrooms um, showers mm-hmm. sink. always important when you're camping yes the showers are yes important. Uh, in laundry facilities um, now this one, you do have to bring your own towel and toiletries if you're going to be showering sure. there. But um, And one little, I'll add it as a tip right now, even though it's not my major, my tip for the week. Um, you might want to bring also some of those like water sports shoes or no, plastic definitely. Or, yeah, sandals or flip-flop kind of things definitely. if you're going to use their, their showers. That's just, you know. Just from a health and right. safety Exactly. Yeah. Um, this this resort has a few additional amenities that are recreation I, ideas that are open right now. So you could do archery, um, pony rides, or trail rides. Those are currently available. There are some things that still are on hold, but but those are some additional activities that you could participate if you're staying there at the campgrounds. Well, right. actually, if you're staying on property. Anywhere, right. But. Yeah. You can even if you're not staying at the campgrounds, just say you can still book some of these things and come out to, to Fort Wilderness right. and take part in all. Exactly. Um, so, you know, kind of summarizing some of the things that in addition to what I've mentioned are available at all of all value resorts. Um, we talked about the, what they call quick service, and those are available for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and usually open pretty late um, into the evening. I think right now I was seeing 10 o'clock. I don't know if that's just because right now we're getting close to Thanksgiving, but, um, and another nice thing is they do offer some really interesting, and, and I'm not just like, ooh, that's interesting, really great 
plant-based menu mm-hmm. items as well, you know, and so that's a nice option that they, they provide. Um, now I will say these, these quick service are not as inexpensive as say McDonald's, but as yeah. you've described, you're getting a, a better quality of food as well. So um, you have the ability to pay a flat fee right now. It's um, $19.99 or $19.95. I'm sorry. One of those. It's that just under, yeah, it's just under $20 uh, for a refillable mug. And you can use that to refill at any of the uh, quick service at any of the resorts. Now, I know resort hopping is really not like what it was, but you know, you may be going for table service to a different resort and you may want to have that, you know, to, to get something as you're heading out or whatever. Um, and so it, I guess it really just depends on how long you're staying. Obviously, if you're staying uh, for a week or so, you're, you're dividing that up, that same flat fee. Um, they do have some seasonal mugs from time to time. Like right now, they do have a holiday mug. Mm-hmm. And they, they also have a, a Star Wars theme mug. That one's a bit more. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but anyways, pretty cool. Um, so that's something that you can consider that they have at these value resorts that you don't see otherwise. Um, they also, for Thanksgiving Day, have a Thanksgiving, your traditional Thanksgiving feast with uh, roast turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, cornbread stuffing, green beans, cranberry sauce, and a dinner roll Wow! Uh, at the Valley Resorts Quick Service area. Very good. Yeah. Very, I'm getting hungry. That sounds really good. I'm like hungry. Why are we always hungry when we do these shows? I know. We should really eat before we exactly. do these shows. Um, and drink. Uh, <laughs> I digress. Uh, by the way, just another note, and again, it's not open right now, mm-hmm. but one of the benefits if you're staying, as opposed to the other value resorts, if you're staying at the campgrounds, I mean, not that you can't visit there anyway if you're staying anywhere, mm-hmm. but if you're staying at the campgrounds, uh, that is the one place of these value resorts that does actually have a table service. Well, it's a buffet, but it's a table service restaurant within it with the trails and restaurant mm-hmm. there at Fort Wilderness, which you can go to. Not open right now, not right. currently. They still have P&J Southern Takeout right. open, which you can use there to get food. Um, but when we get back to normal times, that restaurant's there right. you know, for you to in- enjoy while you're at the resort. That's true. Good point. Uh, so other conveniences that you can pick up at these value resorts, and some of them kind of surprised me, this first one did, is you can purchase a Mickey celebration cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a vanilla and a chocolate version. And, and they're really nice because they have like, like the chocolate one has like chocolate ganache on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can make a, a, a special trip really special by having one of those celebratory cakes, nice. you know, and not just for kids, no. adults well, I too. Like I like cake a lot. Right? I can't tell. <laughs> Quarantine 15 here. I, I like cake a lot. Yeah. Uh, and as I mentioned already that they do have some conveniences at their, at their shop there for, you know, getting some like milk, or some other, you know, fruits or snack products as, as well that you could have available if you, you know, really want to. Again, though, they may not be super inexpensive. Although the like the like I said, the milk, the beer, the wine, those were all reasonably priced. Right, they're products. more expensive than you'll find at your most of your grocery stores, but not like crazy expensive. It's not as much as like mm-hmm. actually going to a convenience store and buying milk. I think you know it's less right. expensive than going to say a Seven Eleven or a Quickie Mart. Exactly. Or whatever, you know, so. Exactly. Cool. And Did they you get all my have. Quickie Mart dropping. <laughs> 
<laughs> Instacart for Quickie Mart. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also have a 24, they all each have 24 hour laundry service stations available to you as well. So that could be a real, especially if you're going to be there for a longer time mm-hmm. or that you, you know, you want to pack lighter, you can have mm-hmm. that available to you. And, you know, in prior, I could use it as a tip today too, but I'll just say it here. Um, a free tip uh, is that they, um, have really great apps that you can monitor what your laundry service is at, what point in it. So you can, in advance of going out there, you can see if there's any available, you know, washers or dryers, and you can also set it up that it will alert you when your load is completed, yeah. that you can go go back to it. So real nice convenience Definitely, there. definitely. So. If you're someone who likes to do laundry when you're on vacation. Right. Right. So, uh, and the final thing is uh, that we touched on before is, you know, taking a a moment when, if you're going to get a reservation here is go on to the Disney, you know, site, you can get a view of how the layout is, Mm -hmm. uh, and where things are in proximity to other areas and decide if something is going to be, you know, more important to you in terms of placement of where your room is. Um, Generally speaking, their preferred rooms are ones that are closer to more of the hub of activities that mm-hmm. are going on. Um, uh, but, you know, it's something that you can look at and decide if that's important to you. It, you know, we didn't do that and we were fine. Um, but I know, again, if, if we were with kids or like if I was with my mom, I probably would have requested a preferred site. Uh, yeah. You pay a little bit more. Not a lot. Um, and in terms of issues of views, most of these resorts don't have much for windows. So it's not, it may not be something that's as critical for you to consider. Yeah. It's, it's, if you're looking for where you want your room, it's more about the theming of the area that right. you're in, um, the availability of getting to transportation, mm-hmm. getting to the food court, getting to the pool, whatever you prefer. Or if you would prefer in a more quiet space, a little right. bit farther away from that, if you don't mind walking a little more. So um, just things to consider when you're looking at this map and, you know, asking, making a room request. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, that's about it that I have. I, I guess bottom line is that we've said it already at the beginning. We've stayed there at these resor- some of these resorts. We would stay again. I actually, you know, would like to do, we haven't done Art of Animation mm-hmm. yet. Um, and, you know, that's one that I haven't done that I would definitely like to consider doing. Again, as you mentioned, the challenge is we already have Vacation Club. So and we have so many points <laughs> right now that are going unused because we haven't been at a Disney vacation. I in- know. Gosh, it's 10 months since we, well, it's it's almost a year since we actually had a Disney vacation where we've spent right. Vacation resort. Club points. Right. Uh, you know, but it's been almost 10 months since we've been to any Disney vacation. So um, we may really? be itching a little bit to get back to Disney. But yeah, we have a lot of points to use up. So right. uh, I don't expect we'll be staying in any of these <laughs> not very year. soon. But in the future, we're not against it. Why right. we stretch the imagination. Exactly. So give them a try. Definitely. Definitely agree. Michelle's research facts, always the best. 
Um, I like I like all of them. I mean, we haven't stayed at Art of Animation or Pop yet, but we've mm-hmm. stayed at a couple of the All Star Resorts. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, some of the transportation difficulties. You know, it may take a little longer for you to get anywhere or get back from anywhere. Sure, mm-hmm. um, but I, I find them to be fun. I find them to be extremely convenient in other regards. Right. And uh, again, if you're doing a lot of park time. Um, why not save a little bit and, and go to some of these, you know, lesser resorts and use your money in other ways. And I'll discuss a little bit more about that in my tip. Awesome. And we'd love to know what uh, you think of the value resorts. Right. Is there a favorite one you like to stay at? And do you have a tip that you might want to share with some of our listeners? Please hit us up and we will share them on an upcoming show. Thank you again, Michelle. She always does the best job of researching (laughs) these topics, looking into them and exploring ways that you can benefit from staying at uh, some of these resorts or going to some of these lounges or whatever it is. Thank you, Michelle. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It was fun. Yeah. Well, it was fun for me to just listen to you (laughs) and to look at you because uh, you're awesome and I love you. (laughs) Oh, you're sweet. Likewise, uh, babe. So let's just get right to our Disney stories of the week. Not a lot for you this week, but I do have a couple of quick stories for you. I'm going to start with, we have a lot of details about your next chance to formally sing along with Disney. I mean, I sing along with Disney pretty much every day, oh so, but this is so formally, true. So true. This is formally, they're setting this up. Uh, anyways, that also includes uh, some of their hit Broadway show casts singing a song that, well, you know, I'll be belting out with them. <laughs> okay. Do tell. <laughs> so this is from playbill.com of all places, by the way, that that's the news about the uh, Broadway, Broadway performers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Broadway cast of the Lion King and Aladdin, as well as the North American touring company of frozen, who we were actually supposed to see here back in, I think it was April or late March, you know, but yeah. you know, circumstances that they are. Anyway, they'll be joining forces for the upcoming ABC special, the Disney holiday sing along. Yeah. So the Disney cast members will reunite at Broadway's new Amsterdam theater, home of Disney's Aladdin. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which has remained dark since the coronavirus shutdown. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, we can't wait for all the shows to begin, get back going again, Broadway to reopen up. Anyway, uh, they're going to all get together and sing from frozen. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. I know you'll be happy about that because one of the things, if you do go and when they return having the show on Broadway or any, and even off Broadway locations is that's one of the instructions they tell you at the beginning is don't sing along during the play. Right. So this will give you, let it get it out of your system. Exactly. Although it won't really get out of my system, but you know, I'll do the best (laughs) I can. Anyway, going back to the special itself, it's hosted by Ryan Seacrest and will be broadcast on November 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I assume it's also going to be 8 p.m. Pacific, but right. I don't know for sure. And usually when these sing-alongs have uh, been on ABC uh, throughout this summer, uh, they've usually shown up on Disney Plus like the next day sure. or within a couple days afterwards. So if you don't catch it that night, um, it will be on Disney Plus right. uh, soon afterwards. Now, we also know at least 
a good portion of what the lineup would be and what they'll be performing as we go through this. And there are some really cool acts and some that I know Michelle is going to be excited about here yes. as well as myself. Yes. So uh, let's get to what they've listed so far. So here's what the lineup is. Uh, and we don't know the order of these. This is just how they're listed in from playbill.com. So we'll start off with one that I know Michelle is going to be excited about. And I am too, because this is this performer is amazing. It's going to be Andrea Bocelli singing <gasps> Silent Night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Of oh, all I people. I get goosebumps yeah, just thinking too. about it. So as soon that as I saw that, I'm his like, voice wow. Is butter. It is. Butter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm very excited about that. I knew as soon as I saw yes. that, you'd be excited about that. Uh, moving on, the uh, K pop uh, group uh, BTS will be singing Santa Claus is Coming yes. to Town. Yes. Love my K pop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael Buble is going to be singing It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Oh, uh, son will love that one. Yes, for sure. Uh, Sierra will be singing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Nice. Yeah. Chloe and Hallie will be doing uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? <laughs> uh, uh, That's like, cool. Oh, uh, Derek Huff and Haley Herbert will be doing Hey Santa and Jingle Bells. If, you know, if you've seen them from the, the sing-alongs, um, from earlier this summer. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of huge dance numbers right. along with them. So that should be, I'm sure that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Julianne Huff will be doing Whistle While You Work and Let It Snow. Ooh. Yeah. Adam Lambert's going to be showing up to wow. uh, sing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Awesome. I imagine from him that uh, it would be more of a rock and edge. He's kind of a rocker. He's performed yes. with Queen a lot. So it might be kind of cool. Here's another one that I know Michelle's going to love and I'm going to love as well. Leslie Odom <gasps> Jr. <Who? laughs> Never heard well, of him. if it isn't Aaron Burr, <laughs> sir. He is going to be singing. Now get this. This is even better for Michelle. What's this? Oh my What's God. This? What's this? They have a little Love tree. Love it. Yeah, isn't that great? Oh. Uh, Katy Perry will be doing I'll Be Home for Christmas and Cozy Little Christmas. Pink is going to be on the show singing the Christmas song, although also known as Chestnuts Roasting on an Open wow. Fire. Yeah. And Carrie Washington will be singing Joy to the World. So, And we don't know if that's the entirety of the lineup, but still, all those... Pretty great. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be phenomenal. We love Christmas music around here. Our son plays Christmas music in Year June, <laughs> April. It doesn't really matter. So this is going to be a must watch for us. And we're very excited about yes, it. Yes, it sounds amazing. They really up their game, yeah. I think, on this one. So yeah. that's which, cool. Which one of those, if you could just name one, which one of those are you think are you, are you most excited about? That's tough. Um, oh, I guess if I can only pick one, I would say Leslie. Yeah. That's good. I think I, for me, it's Andrea Bocelli. Um, I know. It's a tough Silent one between Night. those between two. Between those two, I would, that would be my toss-up as well. So since you picked one, I'll pick the other okay. one. Uh, but they're both great. But all these performers, uh, I'm excited about all of them. I think they're going to be all fantastic. And I'm very excited to belt out a lot of these songs right along yes. with them at home. So that would be very <laughs> cool. Um, uh, by the way, the, the special also raises awareness about Disney's Feed the Love campaign, benefiting Feeding America, Toys for Tots, and One Simple Wish. So you're bound to hear uh, some of that there. I, I, um, uh, Di Capella is also going to be doing some stuff in between some of these songs cool. as well. So just, you know, so that's really cool. I'm very excited. I can't wait for that to pop up on uh, ABC on uh, November 30th and then probably very soon afterwards right. on uh, Disney Plus. And it might be something that we can revisit uh, throughout the holidays as well. Sure. Uh, so uh, moving on to something else, Disney Plus, a completely different realm. Uh, we now know when we'll be able to journey back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Exciting. Disney Plus. Yeah, this from Marvel.com. 
Uh, get your television screams ready. WandaVision, the highly anticipated Marvel Studios original series, will premiere on January 15th of 2021. We thought they might debut it this year because when they teased it kind of from you know, right. like the Disney Plus thing that it sounded like it was going to be before the end of this year. Looks like they're pushing it just a little bit out into 2021. But really exciting because that's going to be soon after we return from our trip right. to Walt Disney World. Yeah, so, so we can get to come back and then WandaVision will be on that's our awesome. Our can't screen. wait yeah and it looks just things that you've seen like whether it be trailers or pictures it just looks great it looks great i'm very excited mm-hmm. about it. i love both of those characters so um going on they talk a little bit about uh the show here uh, the captivating new series wandavision star wandavision starring elizabeth olsen and paul bettany marks the first series from marvel studios streaming exclusively on disney plus this series is a blend of classic television and the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings <laughs> living idealized suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, joining Olsen and Bettany are Kat Dennings, who reprises her role as Darcy Lewis uh, from the Marvel Studios Thor and Thor the Dark mm-hmm. World. Uh-huh. Randall Park, who reprises his role as Agent Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp, cool. who was one of the best parts yes. of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Be, <laughs> actually. Awesome. And newcomers Catherine Hahn, who plays their plucky neighbor. And uh, t- I hope I'm going to pronounce her name right, uh, Tiona Paris, who plays the adult Monica Rambo, who was first introduced in Captain Marvel. So that's cool oh. that all those characters are going to be involved yes. in this. Uh, the series is directed by Matt Shackman, uh, and it's going to take place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Now, the question here is, and I guess this is a spoiler for pretty much Avengers Infinity War, but also Endgame, is that Vision, as far as I know, didn't make didn't it. Make it. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. why is he in this if this is taking place after Avengers Endgame? What's in play here? Is this something going on in Wanda's mind? Oh, interesting. I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. It looks great. Uh, it looks like there's so many classic television tropes that are going to be revisited right. within this. I'm so excited for it. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, from when we first heard about this, this was something that I was very excited mm-hmm. about. Love those characters, uh, those actors, and the idea of bringing them together is, I thought, was spot on perfect. Yeah. So looking forward to that when that debuts on January 15th of 2021. So that's it for the Disney Stories of the Week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be to the Walt Disney World Resort, Disney Cruise Line, someday <laughs> Disneyland, wherever you're going. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she does the best research. <laughs> she does the best everything look, she does the best everything look and, she, and look at her she's beautiful so and of course she has the very best tip so let's get right to it here is michelle's tip of the week wow well thank you big build up there uh so my tip actually is kind of small but it could make for a very fun trip and it's also a kind of some good news is that the disney floral and gift department has has returned it's a little bit a little bit more modest than what uh, they used to be able to offer before but that's okay Um, you can have uh, something delivered uh, to your room and and make for a nice celebration now uh, as I mentioned there they don't have it as expanded as what they used to have it but it's just really exciting to know that that you could go to that site and arrange for something 
you know, whether it be a floral arrangement or a basket, um, and be able to have a, either a surprise for somebody to make it more special or just to, you know, hey, go by yourself, celebrate yourself and buy a nice thing to have in your room. It's awesome. And it's, it's such a special treat. Yeah, just a nice way to enhance your your, your trip or somebody else's trip in, in right. various different ways. So right. Very cool. So you can link to them on their website or you can just uh, do a search for Disney Floral and Gifts and find them. But it's exciting that they have that service resumed uh, to be able to be partake in that. Very cool. Very cool. Michelle's tips. Thank you. Always the best tips. Speaking of that, by the way, one of her very best tip, arguably her very best tip, um, I, I, I wanted to expand on that. And actually, um, our great friend Rob LaBerry expanded on this. He wanted to say, you know, Michelle's tip, which is the very best tip that she has, which is look uh. up. <laughs> he said, well, also you need to expand on that tip a little more because he just came back from a trip to the Walt Disney World. And he wanted to say, when you tell people to look up, make sure it's not just from their phones to looking where they're going. <laughs> Make sure it's look up twice to see everything right? because pretty much everybody is just looking at their phones. Right. So look up and then look up again. <laughs> Good point, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> awesome. So, anyway, Michelle's tips, the best tip. And wow. Rob, thank you for that. Yeah. Extra bonus on top of her tip tip. Yes. Um, as for my tip this week, well, I, I'm just going to talk about, and I mentioned a little bit of it as we were talking about the Disney Value Resorts. <laughs> Look, when you're planning your vacation, one of the things you should do is, as you're setting things up and deciding where you want to stay, what you want to do, mm-hmm is prioritize and budget accordingly. You know, I mean, as we are know right now, maybe you are going to be spending a little more time in your resort. Right. So maybe you want to spend a little more money on that room to give you're going to spend more time in there. However, when things are much more normal and you maybe you're a person or a family who likes to go from rope drop to fireworks right. and you're spending a little less time in within your room, then, you know, feel free to, to cut that out a little bit. You know, stay at one of the Disney's value resorts right. or stay off property. There's some great locations off property if you know that you can stay at as well. Save that money and put it into different things. So, you know, if, if food is important to mm-hmm. you, take that money you saved and put it to you know going at some of these sure. great restaurants around. Right. If food isn't important to you, then you can save that money and put it towards something completely different, whether right. it be a tour or a Disney uh, or a dessert package, or whatever. Right. When we get nighttime spectaculars going to find out what's important to you and and put that money where you want it to go. And then it just makes your trip that much better for you. Also, remember, there's another way to save some money. If you, you know, if you're staying on a Disney resort, and Michelle mentioned this a little bit, you have that transportation free there for you mm-hmm. from the airport back to the airport to all the different uh, different uh, parks Park. as mm-hmm. well and you can take and Disney Springs for that matter you can take advantage of that not to spend anything extra however if you are someone who you know wants to get there quickly don't mind paying a little more you can rent a car mm-hmm. just note that when you're renting a car you are going to if you're staying on a Disney Resort pop- right. property you are paying for parking so add that into your budget as well right. and um, by the way it's different depending on where you're staying at, at which resort you're staying at. If you're staying at a value resort, it's a $15 per day charge per night. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charge. If it's a moderate resort, it's $20. If it's a deluxe resort, it's $25. So make sure you add that into your equation because you just want to have this budgeted down as best you can. We will almost always go over budget when you're going (laughs) to a Disney resort. But if you can kind of have a general idea of it, it'll just make your resort and the 
the, the sticker shock at the end <laughs> that much right. easier on you. Yeah. And, and you can use your resources to find the cost of items. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, use the app and look at menus and the cost for each, mm-hmm. you know, for the food items. Uh, when you talk about parking, one of the things to remember is if you are parking, if you are parking at your resort and you're paying that that daily fee or nightly fee, then that's all you pay. Right. So like you if you, to, right, yeah, you don't have to like if you're going to go to the if you're going to take your car then to the to any of the parks, you don't have to pay to park there. That is complimentary. So or if you're going to another resort and you're going to have you know one of the table service meals, you don't have to pay for parking there as well. So it's, it is the one time fee that you right. pay. And, and also remember if you're a DVC member and you are staying at a DVC resort on DVC points, you're right. not paying for parking as well. Exactly. So take that into the equation as well. So that's it for this week. Next week, well, believe it or not, we're quickly closing in on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the week after that episode. So, you know, it's been a, a, very strange year, a very weird year. But, you know, that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of things that we're thankful for, and especially right. in Disney. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about the things with Disney that we are the most thankful for. And we'd love to know uh, those things that you are most thankful for that are Disney related as well. Right. I mean, even though these are tough times, there are silver linings all around. For sure. And so we'll go through all of that next week. And as for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you'll have the opportunity to sign up for our newsletter. Yeah, it should just pop up on our website. It'll pop up there. There's also usually a place to sign up for it on the bottom of the page. But either way, uh, we'd love it if you sign up for the newsletter and just kind of be that much more in the Hyperion Adventures. No, uh, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We are on YouTube. A lot of the stuff Michelle described about these <laughs> Disney Value Resorts, we're going to try and have a lot of pictures of that up for you on our YouTube. And if you want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast and hit subscribe subscribe and then you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account Podcast at gmail.com that's right we love hearing from you and thanks for the again for those of you who responded this week to our, our to our email yes and don't forget about our hyperion adventures disney hall of fame we want to know those five our favorite uh, disney live action characters so we can get them all nominated and ready for our final ballot coming up at the end of the year. Yes, Yes, very exciting. So, uh, by the way, and we will have, and I mentioned this before, uh, for people who vote on that ballot and who give us a review too, you get a second chance to win. We will have a prize package for, I think I've called it a prize basket a couple times or a gift basket a couple (laughs) of times. There probably isn't going to be a basket, yeah. so it's a package. Okay? Um, but still, you'll have that chance to win that when you vote on our final ballot. Right. So, And we'll discuss more about that as we move on. But that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.